are listening to WRBH Reading Radio for the Blind. This is the Public Affairs Show. I'm Carla Redondo, former chief meteorologist of Channel 4. I have retinitis pigmentosa. I am visually impaired and I walk with a white cane. On today's episode of the Public Affairs Show, I have with me Peter Edmison. He was with NOLA Ready and dealt with a lot of the accessibility issues for the city of New Orleans for outreach programs. And now he's in a different uh, area of, uh, of emergency management now. And I'm happy to have him here. Peter, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Carl, for having me. First, as I like to get everybody involved with uh, who my guest is, Give a little bio of yourself, who you are, where you're from, where you went to school, anything you want to share with the, our listeners. Sure. Um, I guess I'll, I'll start by saying, you know, uh, so I'm, I'm not from New Orleans originally. I'm from uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, so a little bit, a little bit different uh, location. Uh, I, I came down here to New Orleans in, in 2020 to help out with, um, with COVID. Um, and some language access issues, actually. So uh, focusing more on that accessibility. Um, and I, uh, and then I started kind of expanding the work that, that I was doing while at NOLA Ready, trying to improve. Uh, and by language access, I mean, you know, working on making sure that we had translation and interpretation for Spanish and Vietnamese, uh, as those are our highest um, language needs, um, as well as in the deaf community. And then I started working more with the disability communities as well, um, because language access bleeds kind of into accessibility in general. Uh, my my background and why I kind of uh, really started seeing some gaps that we had in 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 uh, the city of New Orleans and our uh, emergency preparedness uh, comes from the fact that uh, my older sister or one of my older sisters she uses a wheelchair. She has CP. Um, being an older sister, uh, that means that I grew up and that was kind of just everything that I knew. Um, you know, uh, not everybody grows up that way. Not everybody um, is thinking about where the ramps are, thinking about whether or not I can go to this restaurant because this is accessible or not. And I found myself when I started at NOLA Ready and as we're going through emergency plans and as we're we're looking at, you know, what we're doing. I found myself constantly thinking, you know, what, where would my sister go in X, Y, Z situations? And so that's kind of, uh, I think that's, yeah, that's my background. I do not have a background in emergency management in terms of um, uh, education. Very different. I studied East Asian studies in college. Uh, I lived in Japan afterwards. Uh, very, very different. But COVID kind of just shifted everything. I find that very interesting that when you live with someone with a uh, disability using a wheelchair, you do have a keen eye as to locations because people aren't aware of, hey, this is not accessible for a wheelchair. Since I became visually impaired, I'm also very noticeable of different things that, hey, that should be different, that that doesn't help me or or it don't, they're not tactual markers on the ground. So I, I, I really relate to that where you notice things out there because you're used to it and you know what should be done or how they should be and they're not. Right. And you just have, and, and then part of it is knowing also that, you know, it took me a long time to recognize that that was not what, how everybody thinks. Um, like I said, growing up that way, you know, it, it, it can take some time to, to, to know that other people aren't like 
conscious of that necessarily. Right. I mean, a, a funny story. I was just telling my fiance. I went to get my uh, my uh, checkup with my ophthalmologist, and they're in a new location. Big glass windows at the entrance. All the walls are white, and uh, the chairs are white. And <laughs> when you're dilated. Everything is so bright and then bounces off the white walls, the white chairs. Like, oh, my gosh, this is difficult, you know. And you think, you know, at an office that deals with eye issues, it'd be a little <laughs> easier to, to, to maneuver around. But um, anyway. Yeah. So tell me uh, and our listeners your previous position with Nola Reddy and your position now and what they both entailed. Sure. Great. Um, so I was uh, a brand new position called the Disaster Accessibility Coordinator at uh, NOLA Ready. Um, if you're, hopefully you're familiar with NOLA Ready, if you're listening, but NOLA Ready is our uh, public engagement wing of uh, Homeland Security and, and Emergency Preparedness here in Orleans Parish. And we, so we do outreach, we uh, inform people about how, how they can best prepare uh, for things like hurricanes, uh, any disaster really, uh, now tornadoes we're looking at, um, extreme heat, uh, where we, it's getting colder. So when, when there's a freeze or something like that, um, and we are also involved in making relationships with community partners who will help during disasters and, um, also bringing those individuals to the table, um, so that we can improve our, our planning. Because it's one thing for me as a, as a coordinator to, to be talking to members of the community like yourself. Uh, it's, it's another thing to be able to bring them to the table or at least the ideas that they have into, into our plans. Um, so that, that's kind of, that's the, the role is really as a conduit um, from, to, from the community to, to the planning and the operations uh, during a disaster for the city. It's a unique, it's kind of unique, actually. Uh, we're, we're fortunate to have that in, in the city of New Orleans because a lot of cities that have that position or some sort of position like that, they have it because they got sued uh, for not being prepared. But we actually, um, you know, we saw a need, especially after Hurricane Ida, and, and, and we have a position for that. And it is very broad. So when we talk about accessibility, there's so much that's included in that word, right? Uh, or sometimes people use inclusion, right? However you want to use it, it's, you know, it includes people with physical disabilities. It includes um, often the elderly. It includes uh, people with, with low vision, obviously, um, deaf, hard of hearing. Um, it also includes language access, as I talked about before, because, you know, if you if English is not your first language, um, then you might have uh, a lot of difficulties getting access to services, and we want to make sure that everybody has accesses, access to the services uh, that we are able to provide to support the city. And your current position now. Oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, and now I am still still doing that type of work, but I am, I am now officially an emergency manager, uh, so I work more directly in the planning and operations side of things. And um, I work, I focus on what we call mass care, which really means focusing a lot more on sheltering um, and, uh, and, and, and so I'll be working, we're actually hiring a new disaster accessibility coordinator. And so you can see how I will be working. It would make sense for me to work very closely with that, 
that new person to make sure that we, if we have uh, sheltering or if we have transportation needs or whatever we have, uh, that that those concerns um, and issues are also addressed. Now, there may be some some listeners out there who aren't aware that you can get text alerts or or messages. How does someone go about signing up for those messages to alert them if there's a uh, an emergency going on in in Orleans Parish? Thank you, Carl. I completely uh, forgot to mention one of the the best things that Noel already has to offer is uh, is text messages about any incidents um, and to sign up for those that, that happen in New Orleans. And to sign up for that, you would text uh, NOLA Ready and one word um, to 77295. That's NOLA Ready, one word to uh, 77295. And uh, you'll receive messages. So if uh, if we have a hurricane coming, you'll, you'll receive a message about that. If there are resources after a hurricane hit, you'll receive messages about that. If neutral ground parking is open and everybody, that's actually, so, so we're not the National Weather Service. We are sending very localized messaging, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll send a message about that. If there's um, extreme temperatures, we'll also send a message about that. Um, so again, that's uh, text null already one word uh, to seven seven two nine five to sign up for that. Now I know um, a lot of social media you do it in Spanish. And w- what about these text messages? Are they different? Can they request certain languages? So yes, uh, we also. I was actually just about. To, I was just thinking of that as soon as I uh, for Spanish uh, to receive text messages in Spanish. You can text ESP. Uh, to the same number, 77295. Uh, you know, we, so that's ESP to 77295. Uh, we are also working on uh, direct test messages in Vietnamese at the moment. Um, we had a lot more challenges just uh, technically because of uh, the characters in, in Vietnamese. Wow, that's great. That that's awesome because I know I know and I've been watching and you know we've talked for a few years now about the work that you guys are doing to help inclusion for you know everyone. Um, talk a little bit about three one one. What's that about? What can people do with that three one one? Great. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Um, so three one one. If if you're not uh, familiar with it, that's that's a city uh, service number. So you can call that for you know, a wide variety of things, whether it's uh, to get information about trash pickup or, you know, to report, um, uh, say, a, a street light that's not working. So that's, that's, that's you know, it's, it's very valuable. In terms of emergencies, uh, 311 uh, or disasters, uh, 311 is a great um, source for information, but also... Uh, if you uh, want to sign up, we have a, a program called uh, Smart 911. Um, and Smart 911 is a program where individuals can call in. Uh, 311 will help you sign up for it. And then when you call into either 311 or 911 for an emergency during a disaster, uh, if you've signed up for Smart 911, they'll have some of your important information that will pull up. So uh, they can service you better. So if you have pets, for example, like one common example would be if you had if you're a- asking for evacuation assistance, 
uh, right, and you have pets, that information will be there, and they can send that to the responders. Uh, if you are on uh, oxygen, for example, that information would then be shared with first responders as well um, at, at the time. It's not shared any other time. And uh, so for evacuation support or for medical support during disasters, uh, it's a great resource to sign up for. Now, I know that um, you guys are, have uh, different outlets. So uh, social media, your website. So you're on um, Twitter or now X at Nola Ready, uh, Facebook, and uh, how about Instagram? Instagram, so yeah. What Instagram else? Is... Any other uh, social media platforms that people can search for Nola Ready? Um, for searching for Nola Ready, those are those are currently our 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 platforms. Um, Instagram seems to be our most popular at the <laughs> yes, moment with the, kid, with the kids. Yes. <laughs> with the kids, yeah. Uh, and, and and it's really interesting how different um, communities really cling to different social media uh, outlets and how important it is to diversify that yeah i'm old i'm still you know facebook, facebook loyal yeah. yes uh, <laughs> I, I haven't i have still on x i haven't switched off there either but uh what about the website what's the, the website so it and then we always have information at ready.nola.gov so um and we have updated information actually what some people might not know so if you're familiar with nola ready you've probably seen uh yellow and uh, kind of a hazard type sign, and it says Nola Ready in it. Uh, it's a pretty bright, noticeable yellow. Um, and so if you go to our website, you'll see, you know, that same yellow. Uh, what When we have a, an incident that's very serious, whether it's extreme heat or hurricane or anything, our website actually changes colors. There's a banner that turns, um, turns red. Um, so we are constantly updating it with information, information, uh, and constantly updating it with with resources, especially during emergencies. So in the time you've been in your just previous position, what has been the most, um, the greatest population of um, accessibility that you've had to really pay more attention to? Is it the senior citizens? Is it more wheelchair users? What What's the most that you've noticed a high increase in Orleans Parish? That that is that is very challenging because everybody, obviously, um, there's a lot of needs out there, um, and and addressing them uh, is 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 challenging. There is definitely a a large um, senior citizen population here with with a lot of needs, um, and uh, and so I I think. I think the the mobility issues that people have definitely came out a lot as as something that we needed to focus more on um, during uh, and after Hurricane Ida. Um, I also think that along those those lines, and and maybe I'm getting a little off topic here, but you know, I think my answer would be transportation needs. Because regardless of what your, if you have a disability, whether blind, whatever it is, uh, if people need transportation and they're not able to get their individualized transportation that they need, because they can't just hop on a bus or they can't, you know, uh, walk to the store or get to the store for whatever reason, um, I, I think that that's, that's really been highlighted as something that we, we're working on improving and, and is a really high need. One thing that impressed me, and, and this goes back to, I think, when we first met, is that you reached out 
um, for this evacuation drill that you guys were going to do. So Orleans Parish is preparing for an evacuation for hurricanes. So they went through a drill to go through the whole process, bringing people to the Superdome, bringing people to the uh, Smoothie King Center outside the parking lots for a staging center and going through the process of how to register to to get uh, on a bus to get shipped somewhere else because the hurricane was coming. And it, it was a mass production. I mean, you guys went through everything. And it was impressive to me to see that you guys were taking the time, the Orleans Parish you know, Emergency Management, Nola Ready, taking the time to go through the needs of someone who's visually impaired. You brought in uh, some people that were deaf or hard of hearing, uh, wheelchair users, um, language barriers. So it was impressive to see the whole process where you guys were trying to learn how to go through that process with the consideration of the impairment that you might be working with somebody trying to evacuate. Yeah, th- thanks for participating uh, in that, Carl. So if you're not familiar, uh, we do have a, a plan. If there were a very severe hurricane to, to, to come to Nor- New Orleans, we do have an, an evacuation plan as a city to help the people who need that as extra assistance to evacuate. If you can evacuate on your own, I mean, we encourage you to have your own plan and, 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 and evacuate yourselves, your families, your neighbors, check in on everyone. Um, but there are some people who just do not have the resources to evacuate. Um, we estimate that to be somewhere between 30 to 50,000 um, individuals. And so we have a, a, a full plan that involves... Um, Anybody who needs that, they can go to their their local uh, bus stop, uh, and that bus will take them to the Smoothie King Center where where we had our our drill. They'll register you there, and then you'll uh, you'll get on a, a bus, train, or plane to to go to a shelter outside of of New Orleans. Um, and we also I always get this question, so I just want to make it clear: you can also request paratransit services um, in in this time period as well, and it would be. You know, it'd be announced by the mayor. You'd, you, we'd be getting text alerts from Nola Ready. We'd be making it very clear that we had activated this. And so, uh, yeah, we we ran. We would like to run more and more of those drills. But I think the first time that that when you came for that drill was the first time that we really had not just actors, but people with disabilities or people who were deaf, uh, who. Uh, had limited English proficiency um, because, you know, emergency management is a little behind the times. Um, they haven't uh, always included actual the actual people who have um, disabilities or uh, other needs in their exercises. And really, that's the, the best way to learn um, what's actually going to work. It's very different uh, to have somebody pretend to use a wheelchair or pretend to um, to be blind uh, or pretend to be deaf than it is to, to have them um, there. So it was extremely valuable. Um, and I, I, I hope that more we do more of those exercises and I hope that we see a trend nationally to be more inclusive in when we're when we do exercises like that as well. 
Well, I thought it was great because it was a, a huge operation. It wasn't just yeah. a little thing. I mean, you went through the whole the whole process of the staging area, going inside, getting ready, and then going and actually getting on a bus and riding. I, I don't know if it was around the block. I can't remember, but actually <laughs> yeah. getting on the bus and and like we're going off out of the the area. So it was a mass operation, huge, and I was very impressed and and honored to be part of it to help in just a small way to help you guys know what it's like to to work with somebody or to interact with someone with a vision impairment or someone deaf or hard of hearing. Because as you and I know, if you're not around that, you don't see what needs to be done. And that was very important to see that Orleans Parish took that step to do that. So, Yeah, and I'd just like to add, too, you know, it was great because we had so many volunteers. There's a lot of people in the city who care about this. And um, so both the volunteers who are are going through it as as actors like yourself or people who would be going through the system, as well as uh, I should also mention that Noel Reddy has a volunteer corps. Um, also you can go to ready.nola.gov to sign up and, and those volunteers, you know, will help during a city assisted evacuation. If, if you want to help, uh, your city and the people who need that assistance to, to get out in the event of a major hurricane, uh, I highly recommend you, um, you sign up too. And then we have those exercises. They're included in those exercises as well. Now, we're in Mardi Gras season, mm. Peter. <laughs> so what do we have that um, Orleans Parish, Nola Reddy, uh, do for accessibility for some of the parades that go on? I know, you know, you're, you're very well of the crew of Krampus. They had a two-block area of accessibility row. Um, what does uh, Orleans Parish do as far as accessibility go? So I can, um, we would like to do more, is what I can say. Um, uh, and... I know that at, at Gallier Hall, there is uh, an ADA accessible viewing space. Um, so that's one thing. And last year, we actually had um, a pilot program of accessible charging stations. So uh, Footprint Project had uh, solar panels and batteries so that uh, people with, say, scooters or electric wheelchairs or uh, other other folks who really rely on phones or technology uh, to to get around or to get information could charge um, their devices there, and I'd say that was that was very successful. I think um, we won't be doing it this year, and part of that is that it it does take a lot of prep, and we just it's been a it's been a lot of um, we had the, we we've had a lot of responses recently. Um, the saltwater, the threat of the saltwater intrusion, the extreme heat, we really got hit by the extreme heat. Um, so we hope to do more of those types of accessibility things in the future and, uh, working to, to have more viewing spots like the ones that you're talking about as well. Um, what else would you like to add about your position now and what you hope in the future? Anything you'd like to add? I mean, I would like to add that, you know, everybody needs to kind of, well, no, what I'd like to add is that we are seeing increased, uh, an increase of disasters kind of globally. We're uh, seeing an increase of, of intensity and rapid intensification. So being prepared is just very essential. And everybody has their own needs. 
that they need to be considering uh, when you when they prepare. And so, um, you know, we we talk a lot about hurricane season because it's an obvious it's something that we have to be concerned about and we think about. But at any time of the year, anything can really happen. Uh, we talk about I mean, think about fortunately, uh, the saltwater intrusion threat that we had did not turn into anything. But um, but that's why, you, you know, you have to talk, not just think about what you're going to do to yourself, but also talk to uh, your community, talk to your neighbors, um, make sure that everybody has a plan uh, for for their needs. And I, I think that that's that's something that I, re I really want to want to emphasize. And some people, they think, you know, I don't have anybody, you know, uh, who might help me evacuate or something like that. So I can't plan. So I and. And sometimes you just have to take a step back and think about, oh, do you go to do you go to church? Uh, do you you do have a community in church, or um, are you a part of a, a club or something? Um, talk to those people. Uh, I think it's it's really important to just just be thinking about this and 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 talking to people about your needs. So the main thing for listeners out there is you call nine uh three one one, get yourself registered and get information in. Also, if you want the alerts on your phone, text uh, NOLA Ready one word to seven seven two nine five, so that you can get text message alerts when the, you have to. Uh, park your car in the neutral ground or get your family member to park uh, their cars in the neutral ground or if there's a flood situation or something or or text ESP to that same number 77295 to get your text messages in Spanish. So there's a lot of things you can do to get the information to you by your phone, family member, you know, if you're able to get on a website or have your family member get on a website, there's a lot of information out there on their social media platform. So being prepared and ready is the best thing that you can do, no matter what the situation is, a, a daily thunderstorm flooding or a cold weather coming in, or as you mentioned, hurricanes is the big thing. So Nola Ready's your good friend when it comes to emergencies. So you want to keep alert to Nola Ready when you can. Peter, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. A lot of good information. Again, hopefully you'll use it, 311 or NOLA Ready. Text 77295 or all their social media platforms, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram for you kids, and uh, Facebook for the old people like me. All right, you've been listening to the Public Affairs Show on WRBH, Reading Radio for the Blind. Thank you for listening. I'm Carla Redondo. Have a good day.